0: Thank you for joining me on the Joyful Uper podcast. I hope this episode encourages you, motivates you, pushes you to new limits. I'm your host, Mike. Thanks for listening. And as always, be blessed. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Thanks for listening to the Joyful Hebrew podcast. I'm your host, Mike. And this week, oh, we're talking about the biggest, one of the biggest struggles I've had. My entire life. And it's absolutely absolutely insane. And I know I've said this about other struggles, but this one is just crazy, crazy, crazy. So let's get right to it. Like I said, thanks for listening to the Joyful Deeper Podcast. I'm your host Mike. I know I said that, but it kind of goes into the thing. So if you're like me, you're too busy, right? If you're like me, you're way too busy. I mean, you've got a million things going on at once. You've got this happening, this happening, this happening, this happening. And in those rare moments, when you've hustled the day away, you've worked all day, and you get that moment when you're like, Hey, I'm going to sit still for a minute. I'm going to breathe. And then your mind starts. Oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should be doing all of these millions of things. You know, for me... It's like, how can I make money? How can I hustle? What can I do next? What side gig, side job can I do that will make me more money? And I forget to take a minute. And I forget to breathe for a second because... Being productive is good, but being busy all the time doesn't mean you're being productive. And that's a hard lesson for if you're like me. This is a lesson I have to keep reminding myself. Being busy doesn't mean you're being productive. Okay. For instance, if you can, if you're always busy, like, you know, you've got to go do this. You have to go cut the lawn. Then you promise your neighbor that you cut their lawn. And then you promise the neighbor's neighbors that you would help mow their lawn. But you've got, you know, now you've got another place to, now you've got another lawn you got to cut. And then somebody needs to help moving a bookshelf. And then, you know, oh, you forgot, you've got a doctor's appointment today. And you fill your day up with all of this stuff. Because you forgot how it is to be alone with yourself. And you're like, if you fill yourself up with so many other commitments that you forget how to be alone or you forget how to be by yourself. And then you don't have to think. And then it's a way to escape the turmoil in your mind. And you're like, oh, hey, I got to do all this stuff. Then when that moment comes when you're like, all my stuff's done for a minute, then you start to freak out. And during that freak out, that, that craziness is when you start getting anxious, you start going, start getting stir crazy, you start doing all this stuff. And it's just because you don't know how to sit still for a second. You know, you think, yo. I always have to be doing something. I always have to be busy. And then you're like. Then you get so busy, then you shut down. Right? You're like, I've got so much stuff on my plate. I just just forget it all. You sit there. That mad face on. And you just. And then you feel guilty putting all that stuff off. You know, shutting down all those other commitments. And you just, you just grumble and then you become angry and then you become depressed because you're not doing something. And it's such a vicious, vicious cycle. And it could all be prevented if you just said, hey, I'm going to take a break. That's it. Earlier today, I was doing some scrap metal, you know, bringing some scrap metal to the junkyard, which I talked about in the previous uh, Bearded and Broke segment, how to turn zero into $70. Today I did it, zero into 55 not bad for a couple hours of work. So, zero and 55 in like three hours. I'm okay with that. It's like fifteen dollars an hour on my day off. I'm not gonna complain. Paid for groceries tonight. You know, so hey, if I can get groceries paid for doing a little bit of side hustling, that's more money in my pocket, right? But then when I got home from that I was like, Oh, what else can I do? I what else do I need? What else can I do be doing? I was like what do you want to do you know and i know some people that they work all the time sun up to sundown and that's great and you know and i've done that and it's awesome and you can work from sun up to sundown you can work you know do those 16 hour days that's fine but there's but when you're not working when you're not when you actually do take the break Remember, take your break, you know, do something that you enjoy. Find a hobby, find an outlet, because you're going to get burnt out. You know, your mind needs a reset. You need that refresh time for doing something you enjoy just for the sake that you enjoy it. Kind of a crazy concept, but doing something you enjoy just because you enjoy it kind of weird I know who would have who would have thought that you can enjoy something for me I, I enjoy going fishing I enjoy going out in the woods I enjoy going hunting I enjoy setting up to go hunting right, I'm already looking at I already have a trail camera up I'm looking at pictures of deer you know they're still in the bucks are still in velvet but I've got some of my trail cam maybe they'll be there maybe they won't but it's something I enjoy doing. So remember, take your breaks, okay? Enjoy yourself. And being busy all the time doesn't mean you're actually being productive all the time. So it's a proven science that you're more productive when you're well rested. See, I'm doing the shoulder stroke. Um, you're, You're more, this is very difficult for me to say. You're more productive when you're being when you're well well rested you're more productive after the break after a good night's sleep okay so get a good night's sleep get some rest enjoy yourself enjoy your hobbies and just you know take that break and there's no shame in working there's no shame in hustling but just remember that you're human you need sleep you don't have to feel guilty about taking a break. Don't let anybody take, tell you you can't take a break. Don't let anyone say you're lazy for taking what would have been a me time. Okay? Take some me time. Enjoy yourself. I mean, it's summer in the Upper Peninsula. It's a little hot, but, you know, snow's coming soon. It's July, snow's gonna be here in three, four months. Okay, so unless you absolutely love everything snow, take a break, enjoy some summer days, go fishing. Go set up some trail cameras, go, you know, go start your food pot. I don't know, whatever you wanna do, go enjoy a campfire. But enjoy it without feeling guilty. If you need permission, I give you permission. Okay, so you don't don't feel guilty about taking a break. Thank you for joining me on this week's Bearded and Broke podcast. This week, I want to talk to you about the service industry. Okay, and this can can go any uh, many many different ways. Okay, I was a waiter when I was fourteen. 14, uh, fourteen, fifteen, right around there. I was a waiter. I loved it. Loved it, loved it. I had more cash in my pocket than my parents did, even after they paid bills. Uh, which is, I didn't have any bills to pay, but still, i had a lot of cash in my pocket, just from tips. But that's not the only service industry there is. Yeah, I was talking to, to a young man earlier today, he worked down state, and he was a river guide. That's all he did. He, he brought people on the river, you know, in canoes. Just a little sightseeing tour, and it was like fifteen to twenty bucks for an hour float down the river. You know, he he said uh, he had a, a t-shirt made. It said "Tip us, not our canoes," on the t-shirt. And just by talking to the guests, just by narrating, oh, on this side of the river we have this, and just a little bit of local history, right? He told me that he would make anywhere from like 300 to $800 in a week, depending on the clientele just from tips okay so the service industry is huge Uh, and if you're in the service industry be sure to be nice okay be nice your attitude directly affects your tip that's what i always told my server my servers that i trained your attitude affects your tip, so you can't be all snooty and snobby and wow, you're eating here. Oh my gosh, what do you want? You're not gonna get a good tip. Just, just stop. Just, just, just work as a dishwasher because you're not gonna get a good tip. Nobody likes to tip someone who they feel that they're inconveniencing despite eating in a restaurant or going to the hotel room or concierge. So be nice. Be nice to the people. Even when you're having a bad day, be nice to the people. Hey, it's not personal. Don't take your job home with you. But be nice. But if you need extra money, if you need... A little bit of, you know, a little bit of bump in a month's paycheck. Consider being a server. Consider being a bartender. Consider being a tour guide. Something in the service industry where tips are, I wouldn't say custom, custom, but where tips are usually given, okay? So consider being in the service industry. Even if it's like one day a week. One night a week. Two nights a week. Consider being a server. And then you can really kind of. Gain some extra. Extra cash. And it's usually in cash. Which is always nice. When I was a server I always had cash on me. Even as a kid. It was like I went from. Having no money. Except on paydays. To always having a constant flow of cash. Sometimes it was. Five bucks. Other times it was like a hundred bucks. And it fluctuated, but I always had cash on me. And as a kid, it was very, very dangerous to do. Give someone like me cash all the time because I was always buying junk food and soda and shoes that I didn't need. I remember one time I had orange shoes, big orange Pumas. Now this is not endorsed by Puma, but if they want to, let me know. They were a size and a half too big, but I had to have them. I remember stuffing paper in the toes so they would fit. But I did that because I could. I had disposable income as a child. And, oh my gosh. This is one of my first big purchases. Orange Pumas, a size and a half too big for my feet. That was quite ridiculous. But... I had the cash to burn. I had the money to burn because I had cash and my attitude affected my paycheck. So it didn't matter to me when I was, you know, going through a bunch of crap at home or a bunch of crap at school. When I got dressed for work, when I, you know, I was like, Hi, I'm Mike. I'm your server today. Thanks for coming in. It was a pleasure to see you and that's just I just love it and it was such a a flair because I always acted like I was acting in a production and even if I didn't feel like it man my guests I still have guests to this day that I remember their orders and they're just like I'm like hey how you doing today Bill you know Bill always got a cup of coffee and a bagel with butter and it was too and it was like I think it was like three fifty. He always left me five dollars. Five or six dollars. But I remembered his order. I remembered that stuff. I was nice to him. Even today, like years later. I still remember his order. I don't even the restaurant that I worked at is now closed. It's been closed for about twelve years now. But when I was a server, I loved it. But you always have to be nice. You always have to be persuasive and be genuine. Show a genuine interest in your customers, regardless of what service industry you're in. And that's how you're gonna make money in a service industry. And if you need extra money, consider picking up a service job where tips are, because tips equal cash equal great. And, it's always nice to have cash on hand. Okay, so thanks for listening to the Bearded and Broke podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Be, t- be sure to tune into the Joyful Youper podcast. Like, follow, subscribe, all that fun stuff.